This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, cat lovers. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Prim, and I'm a small animal veterinarian, and as you know, I am owned by a cool cat, Scamper. Our cats give us so much and add so much to our lives that this show is really about keeping them happy and healthy. We've got some holidays coming up, though, that can be somewhat iffy, maybe a little dangerous for cats, so my guest today, Dr. Jill Lopez, is here to talk to us on behalf of Essentials Pet Care about ways to make Halloween a little bit happier and a little bit healthier for your cats. We'll be right back with Dr. Jill after these messages. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops, get the third bottle, Free. New improved Lico Chops with omega 3, omega 6, vitamin E, and now six extra direct fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free at dynavite.com. D I N O V I T E.com. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here with Dr. Jill Lopez. Hi, Dr. Jill. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hanging in there. So I'm really excited to talk to you today because uh-huh. I think that you have a lot of valuable information for my listeners about ways to keep Halloween happy and safe for cats and some other cool stuff, too. So are you ready to get started? I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's get this party started. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think is the number one or can we even number one the Halloween dangers? Yes, we can. And dogs and cats are different. There are some things out there. If you have a cat, you might have a dog and there's things that are really dangerous to dogs. And there's some things that are dangerous to cats too. So yeah, I'd say the number one thing around Halloween is having your indoor cat accidentally get outside and get lost. Um, because you're going to get trick-or-treaters ringing the doorbell, opening the door up, and every cat is an escape artist, and all they want to do is get out of the house and take off running. So that's definitely a problem. So you want to make sure around trick-or-treat to keep your cat in an area where they're nice and safe. And just in case, make sure they're microchipped so they don't get lost. Do you know what a microchip is, Dr. Cat? Well, I do, and I my listeners probably do, but but let's yeah. talk about that a little bit more. I think there's been some bad press about microchips and are we scared or are we safe? Let's talk about that a little. Yeah, microchips are little tiny sensors. They're very, very tiny, and they're injected under the skin of pets. And, and whenever someone has a scanner, they scan it, and they can read the code. So they can look that up and find out who the owner is. So they're very safe and they're a great way to make sure your pet is safe because most shelters in the United States, when they do find a lost pet, they will scan them for that chip. And when they find it and they they can identify the owner and the cat will go home with their owner. 
Well, you know, when I implemented microchipping in my office many years ago, I made sure that our local shelters are scanning because I didn't want my pets to have something that would never do any good. So they assured me that they are scanning. And several times a week, we have lost pets actually come into my office to be scanned. And we have found some very, very concerned owners and gotten Mm -hmm. some pets back home because of microchips. So that is great advice. Yeah, there's stories where cats have, have gone miles and, and, and have been found years later through their microchipping. So it's it's a definitely a, a great way to, to identify them. And of course, something else you can do is make sure that your pets have on collars with identification on them. And with cats in particular, you want to make sure when you do choose a collar, you want to use one that's a, a safety collar. So if a cat is climbing a tree and gets stuck on a branch, the collar will pop off and they won't get stuck on the branch. But if they have a collar on and they're found, it's also a quick way to see who owns them. So I want to go back a little bit to what originally started your advice about microchipping is the fact that cats can get lost. And it's pretty scary to have tons of people that you don't know coming to your door over and over again on Halloween night. So even an indoor cat could slip out, even though you you might tell your vet or tell me, oh, she would never do that. You might be Oh, in a million years. Yeah, They, they will. They will. They would, you know, they're just sitting there hearing that ding dong go over and over and over and they just want out. That just pushes them to the limit. So, so they, yeah, they, they want out. They have that natural instinct to want to hunt. They're, uh, you know, cool cats that want to get out there and experience nature. But unfortunately, that's not the safest thing for them because not only could they get lost, but they could also, you know, run into other cats that have diseases and pick up diseases from them. So that's an excellent point about the dangers outside. And that kind of leads me into another potential Halloween danger for cats. There may be people outside that don't really mean well to cats. Don't you agree? Yes. And Halloween is a time where, you know, you hear these stories. There's, you know, scary movies on TV. There's a lot of myths around the black cat legend. So people that do have black cats, they especially need to keep their pets in and, you know, on around Halloween. And a lot of shelters won't even adopt cats out around Halloween because of that issue. So it's just, it's just something strange. It's like something that started uh, many years ago where they thought black cats were dangerous. Um, We've all heard the story. If a black cat crossed your path, it's unlucky. And I always feel like it's only unlucky if you're not animal friendly. If you're animal friendly, it doesn't matter what color cat walks in front of your path. You are going to be okay. But if you're a bad person, that is definitely a bad luck sign, (laughs) in my opinion, especially if you're not really nice to pets. I agree. I love it when a cat crosses my path because that means I get to pet the cat. So, and that's good luck, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's lucky. I love it when I see cats, whatever color they are passing by. So all my listeners out there, don't underestimate the chaos of the festivities and how wary your cat is and potentially afraid of all that and what they might do to escape from that. And be sure that they are permanently identified with a microchip, if not also even temporarily identified with a collar, possibly a collar that would glow. That would be also a good reflective step. Yeah, reflective yes. kind of thing. Yes. So, speaking um, of glow. Yeah, speaking I was glow, thinking. Um, <laughs> um, I used to work at the Poison Control Center many years ago, and that's why I, I you know, jumped at the opportunity to talk to you about Halloween hazards. Around Halloween, when I worked at the Poison Control Center, 
our phones rang nonstop about cats and dogs that chewed on those glow necklaces. And we've all seen them, the glow necklaces, the sticks, the bracelets. They're so interesting looking and you know a dog or cat wants to bite them. And when they do, there's some substance in there. And fortunately, the substance is very non-toxic. It's not toxic at all, but it tastes horrible. And cats and dogs are physically unable to spit. So instead of spitting, they'll drool. And then if you have a cat that's breathing and drooling, they start foaming. And so they look like they have rabies. It looks like they'll have like shaving cream on their face. They'll drool so much. So pet owners get really, really nervous when that happens. But the good thing is, is it's not dangerous. It's not deadly. That's just a taste reaction that you see when they taste the bitter substance inside. Yeah, that's pretty scary and, and not in a good Halloween way. So, yes. yeah, that's great. So we're yeah. going to take a quick break and come right back with Dr. Jill Lopez to talk about some more Halloween hazards. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Katherine Prim, and I would like to make you aware of some products that I've discovered. Dr. Elsie's Pet Products. So you all know that I have a cat named Scamper, and Scamper is a little bit sensitive. So I have to choose sort of special stuff for Scamper. Dr. Elsie's Ultra Litter has been kind of a godsend for us. It's made with clean ingredients, and it's low on dust. So it sort of addresses the needs that Scamper personally has. You can feel really good about choosing Dr. Elsie's pet products because they're veterinarian formulated and they're tested. So they combine science and the love for pets to meet the needs of even the most sensitive pets like my Scamper. Here's the really good news. You can get a rebate. Dr. Elsie's will pay you up to $20 for your first bag of Ultra Litter or any Dr. Elsie's litter by visiting drelsies.com forward slash Dr. Cat. That's D-R-E-L-S-E-Y-S dot com forward slash Dr. Cat, which is D-R-K-A-T. So check it out, give it a try, and get up to $20 back. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. And Dr. Jill and I are talking a little bit about the things about Halloween you might not have thought about that could be risk to your cat. So you mentioned the myth of the black cat being unlucky. And do you know where that legend really came from? You know, I looked it up before we talked today and, and no one knows where it came from, but it, they trace it back over 2000 years to the Middle Ages. And they thought the cats and witches were um, in cahoots, I guess. So that's the, I think that's where it's, the rumor started and it just, you know, continued on and on and on. Well, but, I heard something about that nine lives, which, you know, actually, uh -huh. this is nine lives with Dr. Cat, that that came from something related to witches and black cats, too. That yeah. that a myth about cats having nine lives was something 
you know, sort of sinister in the beginning, but it's fun to learn about myths, especially cat myths. Yeah, yeah. If you look into it, I mean, cats are very interesting. If you're into history, you can look and see like thousands of years ago, the Egyptians, like 5,000 years ago, their artwork, they'll have drawings of cats. They thought cats actually had superpowers and they worshiped them. So you have, um, you know, I guess different types of cultures. So if you go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York and you look at a lot of the Egyptian art, you'll see cats in some of the art. I love that. I think that's fascinating that cats have been a part of the the human experience for so long, and they still are. So we talked about the glow sticks, and there are other things that glow around the holidays that can be of risk to cats. And one of the things I was kind of thinking of risk to cats and, and maybe people, too, are candles. Do you have candles. any about candles? Yes. yes. Candles, I think... All candles are bad unless they're the ones that take batteries and they light up. I mean, there's nothing more romantic than a candle light. But I think if you have, I don't think anybody should have candles in their house because it's, it's just so dangerous. But especially if you have pets and, you know, you put your candle and you light it and you put it on the, on the cabinet, a cat could walk by and knock it over, catch your whole house on fire. Then the cat is unlucky. Everybody's unlucky at that point, but it's just very dangerous. It's just so easy to catch your house on fire or even burn the cat and spill the, the hot wax on the cat, which would be horrible. Could you imagine how your cat would feel if that happened? So there's no such thing as a safe candle unless it's completely unlit and you don't have any matches. Or, you know, I would recommend to use the battery operated candles. Yeah, and maybe the plastic battery-operated ones because yeah, we've, had, yeah. we've had some bad experiences with the ones that are a little bit breakable because of cats. All the breakable. Tendency okay, to, yeah. yeah, they I love mean, to, plastic. Yeah, plastic is good Cat, yeah. around cats, yes. Because they, they can go stuff anywhere. off tables, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of times you have a cat and a dog in the house and the cat sets the dog up and they'll knock things over and get the dog in trouble. And you'll think the dog did it, but it was the cat. Yeah, and they look really innocent, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of that, one of the funny stories when I worked at the Poison Control Center many years ago, we had a cat that knocked over a bunch of chocolate for the dog. So we had a theory that the, the cat was trying to get rid of the dog with the chocolate. Because <laughs> yes. cats can't really taste sweet. So they don't yeah, eat they the don't. chocolate. <laughs> so yeah, that's a lot of a lot of people would ask me that, you know, is, is chocolate dangerous to cats? It could be, but they, they're just not interested in sweet tasting items. So they, you know, you could put a big plate of chocolate in front of a cat, even a real greedy cat, and, and maybe they might sniff it, but that's it. You put it in front of a Jack Russell Terrier or me, it'll be gone in five minutes. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I'm pretty yes. I'm pretty big on the chocolate, but I don't yeah. share it with my cat and I, I don't share it with my dogs. So there are a couple other things that you wanted to point out a little bit today. What about Halloween floral arrangements? Are there any risks oh. to our cats? Yes, yes. One of the, the most dangerous risks to your cat could be a bouquet. A very common flower that's found a bouquet is the lily. And, you know, we first think of the lily as Easter lily, and it's only you see it in spring. But there's so many different types of lilies, and there's orange lilies, and they could easily be put into a bouquet. So if you have any flowers coming into your house or you're sending flowers to someone who has a cat, make sure you say no to lilies because a cat could lick it for a second, chew it for a second, and they can develop kidney failure within just a few days. It's, it's a horrible, horrible plant for cats. 
It is. It, it's very scary. They could drink water that had the pollen blown into it and still succumb to illness. So, yeah, and they are kind of pretty. Those orange lilies are kind of pretty. So that is excellent, excellent advice. Yeah, I mean, you can just imagine it. It's, it's like the perfect fall or like Halloween, Thanksgiving kind of arrangement with those orange flowers, but but they're deadly and you can't take the risk. A lot of people told me, oh, my cat doesn't chew on stuff. If they did, even like I said, for a second, if they lick the pollen, they could be dead in three days. So it's it's something you don't want to take a chance with it. Totally not worth it. Well, so so I think we have summed up. I, I love those little glow sticks, but I'm glad oh, that you warned me that it'll make my cat look rabid if he gets it. <laughs> so, yes, but it yes. won't hurt him. It'll just it won't hurt me. him. It'll just it'll just be annoying, and um, he'll be a very upset. But it's just that taste reaction. Speaking of annoying, another thing people ask me too is, should they dress up their cat for Halloween? And most of the time, I mean, it depends on the cat, but most cats are just not really into being dressed up. However, I have a very good friend. Her name is Ada Neves, and she has a cat fashion show every August in the Algonquin Hotel. It's in New York. And there's cats wearing high couture gowns at this show. That's the exception. But your average cat is probably not going to like to be dressed up. You could get a nice little collar. Again, I would choose a safety collar. So if they do get out, it'll break away if they get stuck in a tree. Or maybe put a bow on their collar. But um, I would not recommend to invest in Halloween costume for your cat unless your cat is one of those oddball cats that does like to get dressed up. Or you can take the time to train your cat because we talk a lot on Nine Lives about training cats. Or it's maybe just a quick photo op because those really are kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They're so cute. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, but um, yeah. And the next scene is the cat going crazy because they hate it. But but yeah, I mean. There are cats. I mean, there's not a lot of cats, but there are cats that like to get dressed up. I know a cat that has a dress just like Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind, the one that was made out of the curtains. This cat, I will send you a picture of it later, Dr. Cat. It is dressed just like Scarlett O'Hara from that. And and the cat loves wearing costumes. That's awesome. I mean, cats are individual. They have their own personalities. That's what I tell people all the time. You know, cats are just like people in that they have their own who they are and they're very sure of who they are and they don't want to change. (laughs) Right. They don't. They don't. Yeah, that's true. They're they're Yeah. You can't shame a cat. You cannot cat shame a cat. They can't get shamed. They don't care. They own it. They own it. Yeah. They totally do. That's one of the best parts about them. Well, this has been such a fun show today. I thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me about keeping cats safe around the holidays. And, and I also... I was going to say, and we actually have some information on our website at EssentialsPetCare.com that gives you more tips about keeping all your pets safe around Halloween. So I encourage people to go there and check those out. Excellent. So how is it just spelled out? EssentialsPetCare.com? Yes. Essentials with an S, PetCare.com. Excellent. Okay, great. I usually say, how can you find out more information, but you beat me to There you go. Yes. yes. If you have anyone, listeners, if anyone out there has any questions for Dr. Jill about keeping pets safe, you can comment on my social media, Catherine Prim DVM on Facebook, or you can find me on Twitter and Pinterest. So you can comment. Are you not on Instagram, Dr. Cat? Oh, and I am on Instagram too. Thank you, Dr. Jill. 
I'm everywhere. The new generation is on Instagram. You don't want to exclude the new generation. Right. No, yeah. right. And I'm, I'm like that old commercial about Visa. I'm everywhere you want to be. Okay, good, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you can find me on social media. You can comment on my page and I will get your questions to Dr. Jill if you have any. We would love to hear what you think and what you want to know because it helps us keep our content fresh. But thank you listeners for being very loyal. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Mark Winter. And thank you, Dr. Jill. It was so fun having you here. I know. I had a great time. I wish I knew something else to talk about because I'd come back. But I think this is about, I'm a one-trick pony on this. I don't know. I think I can think of something. I think that's it. I just, I love Halloween and I just can't wait. I'm so excited. We're getting closer and closer. I can't wait. It is getting closer, but it's still so hot in a lot of places. So it's hard to feel like fall. But yes, I love Halloween too. And I am happy that we have this opportunity to help keep my listeners' cats safe for this holiday. And so I want all of you listeners to go out and have a perfect day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.